Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That's what he said. That's what I said. That's obviously what our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I did have, not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hey, welcome to Mueller She Wrote. My name is A.G. I go by a pseudonym because of the Hatch Act. I work for the federal government. I'm not allowed to associate myself or my title in the federal government with anything political. So I'm over here being ethical, and meanwhile, your president added into the tax bill a break for people who own private jets, golf courses, and, of course, wineries. It's about time they got a break, right? <laughs> so, for ethics, AG1, Trump zero. With me, as always, is Jaleesa. Say hi, Jaleesa Johnson. Hey. And our special guest today is Zach Miller, a salacious comedy producer, comedian <laughs> himself, booker, uh, just pretty fucking cool guy. I mean, reasonably cool. I don't. I don't think I need any expletives added to my coolness. Oh, but it's genuine. I'm I working like on my family-friendly act, Miss. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Ag. Excuse <laughs> me. You know what? Bleep it out. There we yeah, go. There it is. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. So everybody's introed, and now I just want to get into it because I have so. Again, every week I think it's going to be a slow news week, and nothing super major happened this week. I mean. If you compare it to other weeks, any other normal news cycle, all of this would be super major. <laughs> There's just a lot of it. So, like, I have very thin hair. I just have a lot of it. So that's kind <laughs> of how this works. So right now we're going to get into just the facts. All right, the first fact I have on here is Diane Feinstein, I call her DiFi, says that the Senate Intelligence Committee is now investigating Trump for obstruction. Mm-hmm. Or at least they're doing their best. I think the Republicans are trying to... Ah, stonewall it a little bit. That's not a fact. That's just me. Uh, (laughs) Next, a new poll out says Trump's approval rating is at 32%. All-time low. His disapproval rating is at 63%. What was it before? 33? 33. It was 33 to 62. Now it's 32 to 63. It took a while for that. It's the tax bill, you think? It's ticking down. I don't know what it is. It could be Jerusalem. It could be... It could be all... It -hmm. it could just be him. (laughs) Uh, Maybe some of his... I mean... Maybe some of his people lost their health care and they died. I don't know. Oh yeah, that could be what do you think it would take him to get it to get into like the teens? 
Uh, you know what? He What would he have would he have to like would he have to like donkey punch Jesus? <laughs> Even baby Jesus. Well, it's gotta be baby Jesus. Yeah, adult Jesus, they wouldn't even be having it. It'd have to be baby twenties. Like yeah, he'd like to have to dangle baby Jesus out of a hotel window like Michael Michael oh Jackson. My God. <laughs> and it has to be, by the way, a white baby Jesus. White oh, baby okay. Jesus. Definitely. Alright, black baby Jesus, he's still hovering around. Thirty one percent, dude. He'll check out for black baby punching yeah, yeah, black yeah. baby Jesus. <laughs> Black Baby um, Jesus isn't a real thing. Okay? No, that's another episode. <laughs> According to the 32%. But yeah, it's ticking down. And what would it take, man? I don't know. But we'll see. His next approval rating, Pew Poll, will come out uh, after he endorsed... Um, Roy Moore? A hepophile. I was, I was oh. corrected. It's not a pedophile. It's a hepophile. Okay. It's a pedophile is prepubescent. These Interesting. are... Hepa. Pubescent, Hepa. pubescent. Right. Which makes this such a simple situation for like... Like, I'm a 38-year-old dude. Right. Got a reasonable amount of creepy in my veins. Sure. I keep my creepy at bay because I'm a father of a daughter. I'm a husband to a wife. I'm a son to a mother. And I'm a civilized human being. You're a human on the planet. Right. With that being said, me and every grown straight male on the planet has seen a high school girl or multiple high school girls and been like, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, Roy Moore's next thought is... <laughs> let me approach them. Let me do that right now. This isn't a high school girl. This is a 14-year-old. This and is even a then, they're different. like, it's almost freshman, so I'll give you this, Zach. My I- point is a developed underage girl where you glance and then have a moment of truth. Right. Roy Moore's moment of truth is... Let me get that. My mm-hmm. moment of truth is, I hope my wife leaves me by the time that girl turns 25, oh which I think is more appropriate. Keeping it real. I love it. I appreciate the 25 honesty. is old enough. If you rent a car, they can make a bad decision Gotta with an older dreams, man. man. Yeah. Oh, I dig it. All right, next. Kushner, Kushner, womp womp, forgot mm. to disclose that he was on the board that funded an illegal Israeli settlement. Bum, bum, bum. Oh my goodness. He just, I think he's amended his financial disclosure like 39 times it's, or something. We gotta have a count or a calendar. It's been this many days since he amended his <laughs> Without an incident. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Trump lawyer, Dowd, he's really interesting, oh, yes, claims that he wrote the tweet. Uh, where Trump said, uh, I, fire, I had to fire Michael Flynn because he lied to Pence, Pence and, and the, the FBI. FBI. Yeah. Well, Trump's lawyer said, I wrote the tweet, uh, even though he would have never used it. He said plead to. He would have said pleaded to if it was a real lawyer. It's a loyal lawyer. Um, and, and that, yeah, that he, 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 I wrote that. Okay. <laughs> Nobody thinks that. That's Sunday, you guys. We've covered Sunday. Oh, That's what you're saying his lawyers are? Because I read Breitbart yesterday, mm. and I'm the, verbatim, this is what they said. Yeah. His lawyer's response was. They said the Dowd's response to Trump's tweet was, Hey guys, what do Trump and Steven Seagal have in common? <laughs> what? The press corps was like, We don't know. He was like, They're above the law. He really? <laughs> he said that. Yeah, yeah. he's not Yeah, around. now CNN left that out, but I, I appreciate <laughs> now, that point. Guys, that was just Sunday. That was just Sunday. That was what they said Sunday. Oh my god. Things goodness. will change as we go through the Definitely. week. Definitely. Uh, and here we go through the week. Uh, Monday, Trump's lawyer now says the president cannot obstruct justice because he is Be justice. Oh, yeah. And collusion isn't a crime. So they've they've changed their story from he's innocent to did he equate him to justice? No. Trump is, he justice? is justice. Well, yes. he is, he's the ultimate law enforcement. Uh, he's the head of law enforcement in this country. Therefore, he can't obstruct law enforcement because he is the head of law enforcement. It's insane, but they're I mean. 
They're spinning it like I've never heard before. So, like, Trump is in charge of what's right. Mm-hmm. And Therefore, he, he decides what's right. No, no. That's what they're saying. Yeah, but people have tried to say this before. Yeah, Nixon. This, this doesn't work out. Nixon. Right. So why don't we just go ahead and get it over? They don't with. want to go to jail so soon if they don't have to. Nobody's going to jail. What do you think will happen? Do I think anybody? I think Trump is going. Here's what I think. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a few different timelines, all very possible at this point, based mm-hmm. on the things we've seen that we thought we'd never see. I think uh, most probable is that that stuttering thing was a precursor to a medicinal bow out and i don't mean he gets his wreck i mean his family ivanka comes all sad and well dressed and says that poor daddy has succumbed to parkinson's or some Just type some, of degenerative yeah. disease um he has to step away. he's gonna have to step away unfortunately some of the awkward moments in this past year have been due due to his his, I assure you, that his. Would be an I assure you, his 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 meaning. What Amer- make America great again is what he strives to do every morning, and our Lord and Savior <laughs> Jesus Christ chose to take that away from him oh before he could complete his mission. However, we implore all of you who chose to make America great, great again. To keep continue. doing it. We'll we be need- over at Breitbart cashing checks, bitch. See us at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> we really do need like a conspiracy theory segment. I feel like this is perfect for that. I've got a good. I've got a couple of good ones this this. Based week. on Breitbart's okay. website, he has made CNN way more money this year than Breitbart. Oh, that I watched more now. Look, than that still still looks a little WordPressy. Sure. Yeah. They need to invest in some web design if they want to consider themselves a big boy voice. You should apply. <laughs> I don't. I don't web design. <laughs> My site's garbage. <laughs> all right, so after, after that, so now, so first of all, the tr- Trump's lawyer said, I tweeted the thing. The next day they said, Trump's lawyer said, the president can't obstruct justice and collusion is not a crime. Then we learned Don McGahn, another Trump lawyer, told Flint, tw- he told Trump that Flynn misled the FBI before Comey was fired. Right. So now they've come out and just straight out admitted that Trump knew. Yeah. Uh, that that uh, Comey at least misled the FBI if right. not lied to him. So, yes, Obama warned him. Yes, Sally Yates warned him. Mm-hmm. Well, now his lawyer's coming out and said, yeah, I told he him did. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll get into uh, Hope Hicks knew as well. Right. <clears throat> uh, next, Manafort violated his bail agreement. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. See, he he was arrested, and then he was let out on bail. They gave him an ankle bracelet, and they made it, put him under house arrest, and he had to put up four of his properties as, as collateral for the bail, mm-hmm. and he couldn't leave the country. And then they, they were going to relax his bail agreement a little, let him take off the anklet, let him move around the country. He couldn't leave the country, yeah. but let him, let him travel a little bit mm-hmm. and get him off house arrest. But there was a, a part of his bail agreement was because after Manafort was arrested, the day Manafort pled not guilty, pleaded, yeah. excuse me, not guilty in mm-hmm. court, he, his lawyer came out and said, Russia's a hoax, this is bullshit, uh, fake news, blah, blah, blah. And right. immediately the judge put a gag order on these motherfuckers mm-hmm. and said, you are not allowed to talk about Russia in the public because right. you could sway a jury or a mm-hmm. grand jury. And no, you have to, it's a gag order. Stop talking about Russia. So what does Manafort do? He starts working with a Russian connected to the Kremlin, <laughs> writing an op-ed about Russia that is supposed to be published. All while on house arrest? All while on fucking, yeah, all oh on it. Like, on gag order. Yeah, on a gag order. Oh, I guess that would be yeah, the bigger point. <laughs> so his, his lawyer couldn't have known he was doing this, mm-hmm. or he would strongly advise mm-hmm. not to write an op-ed with Russians about Russia. 
Um, <laughs> when you're on a gag order to, to not, not talk, talk about, about Russia. Russia. <laughs> not only am I going to talk about Russia, I'm going to do it with Russians. Yeah. <laughs> Go after yourself. And the he revolt. Was, and he was doing it under a pseudonym. Oh. Which I got to give him. I, I have a pseudonym, so I understand. You know, okay. Hey, fist bump. Um, no, but you're not under a gag order. No. From a federal judge. Correct. It's crazy. So he violated his bail agreement. I don't know yet if he's got to put the anklet back on or whatever. But we'll remember, see. I was sad. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, he has to take his anklet off. But now maybe, maybe I'll be happy. Much, yeah. Uh, Trump tells reporters he will declare Jerusalem the capital of Israel, which it was declared in 1995, but he's going to sign it, make it official, and move the embassy from Tel Aviv to uh, uh, Jerusalem. This is, oh, yeah, go ahead. Now, this will, what does this have to do with Russia? I'll tell you later. Sounds good. Uh, the gov slash SCO for special counsel office mm-hmm. uh, website crashed. It was out for nine hours the day Manafort Oh. Screwed up his bail agreement. I don't know why. I just thought it was is interesting to mention. Is that the site where all the documents are? Like, it's where everything is about oh. the about the special counsel. Okay. Uh, FBI Director Ray W R A Y sent an email to thirty five thousand FBI employees expressing his confidence. And who in, is that guy? I'm sorry. He's a director of the FBI. Was he the dude beneath Comey when Comey got the boot? He was like second in line. I think right? so. Yeah. So I he's Comey's so. replacement. I, I don't know. If, I, I honestly can't remember if Trump appointed him out separately or if he moved up. Just moved up. Yeah, it seems that way. Okay. Uh, but he sent. Uh, but he is the guy who met with that conspiracy theory guy on on Trump's behalf at oh. Trump's behest. Yeah. Uh, but he's he he sent an email to the FBI saying, "You guys are great. I love you. I I have every confidence in you. You're doing a good job. Nice. You're doing great. Yeah, yeah. And he did that because Trump tweeted, uh, "The FBI was in tatters." Mm-hmm. Okay. Which. Obstruction of justice. I think his brain is in tatters. I don't understand like a- why we can't put a gag order on Trump. <laughs> um, McCain, uh, or excuse he's me, the lead gagger. You can't gag. Yeah, you can't gag, gag the gagger. He is the gag. <laughs> <laughs> he is the gag. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You can't justice Trump because he is justice. He's you just- can't gag Trump because he is gag. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't fuck Trump because he is fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You can't um, beat Trump because he is beat. You can't oh trump God. a Trump, man. You can't trump a Trump, dude. There it is. <laughs> you can go nil, which is what we're doing. <laughs> uh, Don McGahn, the guy who I told you is the guy who told Trump that Flynn misled the FBI before he fired Comey. Yeah. He is being called back in to testify, being interviewed by Mueller's team this week. Okay. Um, uh, since he revealed that he told Trump about Flynn prior to the firing of Comey. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Tuesday. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christmas. John Conyers resigns. Okay, and mm-hmm. and and he 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 was gonna like let his term go. Yeah, and and not run again in right. 2018. He just resigned. Is that the other creepy guy again? No, that's the old uh, oldest longest guy serving in Congress. Okay, okay. Uh, founded the Black Caucus. Guy. Oh, okay. Um, and is on the uh, House Judiciary Committee. Nice. Uh, that's what it has to do with Russia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the RNC flipped. And backed Roy Moore. Started putting be- more money back That's into right, the Roy Moore campaign. Seventy thousand dollars. They pulled it. They pulled it support. Yeah. But then when Alabama went, fuck you. They said, all right, we'll give it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia is banned from the Olympics <laughs> uh, for doping. Uh, they get to the athletes get to go, but they can't wear Russian flags. They can't mm-hmm. play the Russian anthem. They have to go under like a generic, individual, you know, yeah. like Bob's athletes shirts. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to. No, they're like just Olympic. They were just like generic Olympic gear. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They represent they and they stand beneath the IOC flag. Yep, that's that would correct. be cool. I think actually, uh, Schiff says the House Intelligence Committee wants to question KT McFarlane. 
So that's interesting. We'll talk about her later. Mm-hmm. Is she a country singer? She <laughs> is the deputy. Well, she was the dep- deputy national security advisor under Flynn. Uh, Flynn was her boss. And then she was uh, promoted to be the ambassador to Singapore. Um, uh, Handelsblatt, a newspaper in Germany, reported that uh, Mueller subpoenaed Deutsche Bank for all of Trump's financial mm-hmm. records. Don't you be now, bad. immediately Trump's lawyers were like, no, it's not Trump. It's Trump's family. And so... Well, Wall Street, uh, Wall Street Journal they changed their subheadline. Mm-hmm. Uh, another paper, I can't remember who, uh, changed their headline, but the reporting all remained the same. Exactly, and it's Trump's stuff and his family stuff. So that's interesting because Deutsche Bank is oh, they're known for that, right? They're yep. all about laundering. They are money laundering. It's what they do. Group. They do it best. Yeah. Uh, they were actually fined for doing that. Well, um, that's probably just well. If if they if New York if the New York attorney or New York attorney general uh, brings New York tax evasion charges or money laundering that, charges, right? yeah, you can't pardon a state crime. Yeah. Correct. <coughs> Absolutely. That'd be the way to go. Veselnitskaya um, mm. testified. <laughs> Uh, that Donald Trump Jr. asked her for proof of illegal donations to the Clinton Foundation. Veselnitskaya was the lady that was in the June 2016 meeting in Trump mm-hmm. Tower to talk about adoptions, sanctions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so she testified that Donald Trump Jr. asked her for proof of illegal donations to the Clinton Foundation. Interesting. This is actually considered an in-kind campaign donation from a foreign national. It's illegal. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Rick Gates's lawyer came on TV and, and told reporters that more charges are coming. Interesting. Uh, Representative Saul, uh, Swalwell of the House Intelligence Committee says Trump is being investigated for obstruction in the HIC as well. <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, the Russia sanctions Trump reluctantly signed into law have still not gone into effect. Hmm. So... Not the sanctions Obama put on Russia. The new ones. But the ones where, where Congress was like, we better solidify these sanctions on Russia because Trump seems like he's really good friends with these guys. Mm-hmm. They passed it. Uh, they started in August, passed it in December. Has not been enforced. Still hasn't been enacted. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. testified for eight hours behind yes. closed doors. Full day's work. <laughs> and one of the things that we know is that if you testify behind closed doors, the senators or the representatives are not allowed to come out and say what you said, but they can come out and say what you didn't say. Right. Which is like how Jeff what happened with Jeff Sessions where mm-hmm. he he refused to say whether or not Trump directed him to uh, slow down the Russia investigation. Right. Well, apparently Donald Trump Jr. testified that he did have a conversation with his father about the June 2016 meeting mm-hmm. after he released the emails, and he refused to answer the question about what that conversation was about. And he actually claimed <laughs> he claimed attorney-client privilege, <laughs> father-son privilege. Oh yeah. White privilege. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were lawyers in the room. Oh. But that does not give you attorney-client privilege. But a for effort, right? They're clever. Well, they yeah. Well, they're they're also really attorney-client privilege can only be between the attorneys. Twi- can can only be uh, given to an attorney, mm-hmm. not even to their client. Yeah. No, the client. A client can plead the fifth. Well, the client oh. can if they ask. Like, like, no one will ever ask, "What did you tell your attorney?" Because he doesn't have to tell you because it's attorney-client privilege. But yes, also, the, the attorney-client privilege also protects the attorney. It's just a weird way to, for him to phrase it, right? It's, it's like, dumb. Yeah. It's, it's like they're. It's just like they're spewing out words they hear. Which is legal jargon, right? Well, no, it's, it's, it's actually it's, really it's, smart. It's, 
Because if he answers the question, he could perjure himself. So just uh, saying a stupid answer. Or is he an could. It's the incorrect way of saying no comment. Right, but it worked for them in that moment. But you look well, dumb. It bought him time. Not the first time. It bought him time. And if you say I do not recall, and it comes out later that you do recall, you're, you've perjured yourself. Yeah. However, these are voluntary. Testimony? Quest testimonies. These aren't these aren't subpoenaed. I didn't, okay, yeah, I didn't even think about that. You're right. You still can't lie to Congress. It's still illegal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can get up and leave whenever you want, uh, which is so what Kushner did. What does he just <laughs> said? He oh, said, well, he he sat there for eight hours. He wanted to cooperate, and okay. he did answer a lot of questions. They good, said. good, yeah. Uh, we learned. Well, he also turned over all those emails. That was He's a, a yeah. cooperating ass cooperator. You're right, cooperating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. D- DTJ, stay snitching. <laughs> <laughs> That dude is weak. Yeah, I know. His, his kids are probably all snitches. He's like, right, he's like El Chapo's gay kid. <laughs> like, dude, I love it go that kill some rivals or something. Pussy, stop snitching to the, to the feds. It. I love it that Eric doesn't know anything because they're like, don't fucking tell that. Right, dude. right. I'm Eric. Playing dumb is actually really smart in this case. I think Kushner played too smart. He made people think he was intelligent. It's about fire. Kushner's not smart. Kushner's a d- disgusting human being. He is a horrible person. Because I'm Jewish. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, he, dude, I can't tell you how beat up that dude would get in my neighborhood. He just looks like he's been through so much. He hasn't like, been through school. anything. Just like bullies, maybe. <clears throat> no, he's a mega, mega rich kid. Uh-oh. He went to a rich mega, nerd. mega prep school. His dad And he has rich. no Jewish association other than the fact that he likes money and he's an investment banker. Because how could you have any type of shred of pride in your in your heritage and, and support that administration right. after their reaction you're to totally Charlottesville? Right. Yeah. Period, period, period. Yeah. Just like I don't understand how any woman or any person of color could yeah. support Yeah, how can Donald you dog-whistle Nazis yeah. and, and support... How can you support somebody who dog-whistles Nazis? Exactly. It's absolutely ridiculous. At least white nationalists, if we don't want to use the word Nazi. Right. Uh, we, we talked last week about that the cost of the Mueller investigation was going to be released this week. Yes. It was. Now, we had guesses. Mm-hmm. I overshot by a mile. I'm close, right? What did you say? I said $2 million. Okay, and what did Jordan, Jordan say? Jordan said, tw- I think, 12 or $20 million. She was up in the double digits. It, it's, it's... Eh. What did you say? I said $26 million. So she might have been like teens, yeah. I was way over. Uh, it's $6.7 million. Okay. And only three point two. Directly spent on the investigation. Everything else is ancillary. And the reason, I'm pretty sure, the reason that this didn't get picked up by every single entity who's trying to discredit Mueller right now Mm -hmm. is because because it's a low number. (laughs) Compared to so many things that they're spending money on. The Benghazi one cost twice that. And there were no indictments. We've got four. And we spent half that. Of course, the the Benghazi one took two years. Who approves that budget? Uh, that's Congress, he gets what right? no he gets what he gets because he's the special counsel. Um, There's no like a, the guess, it's going to be the Department of Justice. Oh okay okay it's going to be Rod Rosenstein. I'll right. I'll double check that. No worries. Uh, yeah, yeah. But he oversees it. Okay. Uh, he oversees. Well, it. I'm saying if the person that oversees that is in Camp Trump, why would they give him that much money? Give him nothing. Well, the person that oversees it is was the second in command to Jeff Sessions. He's the first command when it comes to Russia because Sessions well, accused himself, yeah. and he's the guy who appointed Mueller. Yeah. Oh, so he's not Team Trump, it seems. Well, well, we probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Um, but that, so that came out, $6.7 million. Cool. Uh, Flynn texted his business associate, Copson, from the inauguration dais, while Trump was being sworn in, that business <laughs> could now move forward because Trump is going to tear up sanctions. Isn't that like right on the... 
stage. And not only do they have the text, but they have pictures of him texting. Wow. <laughs> that he was that Trump's going to rip up sanctions. Time. This is beautiful. So uh, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, the full Eric Prince testimony was released uh, okay. that day. Prince. Um, Prince says, one of the interesting exchanges is Prince said, we talked about trade. And Congressman Schiff said, what trade matters? And Prince said, he said he wished trade would resume with the U.S. in a normal way. And that's Trump's quotes? No, this is Prince. Oh, okay. The meeting in the Seychelles. Right, right, right. That was set up by the UAE. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Russian guy said he wished trade would resume with the U.S. in a normal way. You know what that means? He wished sanctions were lifted. That's what that means. So sanctions. So wording, yeah. It's like so we got sanctions that were talked about in the June meeting. We got sanctions in the Seychelles Islands with the with Eric Prince. We got sanctions uh, lifted for Flynn to build uh, nuclear reactors in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. We got Flynn's tweet that Trump is going to rip up sanctions. We got Flynn meeting with Kislyak to ease sanctions. We got the Ukraine peace deal brokered between Cohen and Russia to ease sanctions. And we've got the Magnitsky Act. All roads lead to sanctions. Duh. Yeah. Thursday. Felix Sater testified behind closed doors. He's a Russian real estate developer. He's an FBI informant, and he's an ex-convict <laughs> who's done <laughs> extensive real estate deals with Trump. So he he testified. I'm not sure what's going to come out of that, but right. he testified. Uh, oh, wait. Did I get everything? Oh, in Prince's testimony, uh, some documents show that Prince met with Nunez in the summer about the Russia probe after Nunez recru- rec- recused himself. Oh, he's on my fantasy league list. Too. Nunez, yeah. Yeah, that guy's a dick. <laughs> Undisclosed emails show follow-up after the June meeting between Goldstone and Scavino. Uh, so Goldstone, the Russian guy, uh, emailed Scavino, a Trump aide, yeah. uh, after the June meeting. Showing that there was follow-up. So right. so when Kushner and Trump Jr. say, it was a one-time meeting, it didn't work out, we never talked about it again, they Not talked the about case. it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russia broke a story that men from Cozy Bear, who work for the Russian KGB, it's now called something else, uh, were arrested, with put black hoods over their heads and taken out of their meeting. Uh, and and it, they revealed that this was part of a cover-up of election meddling. And it's what? been a secret since this, since this happened over a year ago. And now Russia is releasing. So, so Putin went to great lengths to cover this up by arresting these guys who work for him. He covers his own ass. He doesn't look out for Trump, though. That's the thing. But now a Russian newspaper called The Bell has released saying it was a cover-up, which means Russia wants everyone to know it was a cover-up. Right. I haven't figured out why. probably won't kill the guy who published it. <laughs> I haven't figured out. They, nothing gets out of there without Putin's okay. Because right. Russia wants to look like they have a freer, uh, freer press than we do. Mm-hmm. There you go. Trump admires that, I bet. No, it's Manipulating just... Manipulating the press If you look at it on trying to condition, not the American public, because it'll never happen. Right, right. But... Conditioning enough of the American public to weaken the opposing remainers to the All point they where need. they're ineffective. Yeah. Uh, you want to give those people, you want to continuously condition them that what's happening in Russia wouldn't be that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It might just, yeah. They're throwing a bone to. And free what, 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 yeah. what, what worries me is not how bad of a president trump is and i don't think he could accomplish the fears we have of of 
of dictatorship or, or oligarchy. He's You'll not the one. Yeah. But what I'm saying is the norms he's he's conditioning us Setting for. Up the next guy. Exactly. Yeah. You put a more capable fascist in pl- after Trump. <laughs> neither of them. Really? Another Republican candidate that I don't know who it is, the fucking Antichrist. <laughs> and now that was Trump's Obama. not smart <laughs> enough to be the to be the. You're the right, Antichrist. but he's setting the foundation no. for the next guy. But what I'm saying, he's he's ripping us, he's ripping up all the institutions that would protect us from a capable yeah. dictator. You're totally right. Yeah, absolutely. It's equally scary. All right, so that day also, Al Franken resigned. Oh, yeah. uh, the Ethics Committee uh, opened an investigation into Rep. Farenthold for sexual misconduct. Mm. Rep. Trent Franks from Arizona resigned after revealing he solicited surrogacy from female staffers. Oh, I didn't hear about this list. Wow. He, and he said he was going to resign. That's a hot excuse, by the way. <laughs> he said I was he, trying to hit it, but strictly for family reasons. Oh, my God. Well, he said he was <laughs> gonna, my wife was down. She was going to be there. <laughs> He said he was going to resign at the end of January, and then he comes out Friday and he just resigned immediately yeah. because that was two hours before the news story broke that one of his staffers was often offered $5 million to carry his baby, and Ooh. that because he's Christian and doesn't believe in in vitro fertilization, he would have to bang her himself. Oh, man. Creepy. All right, so the Ethics Committee found that Nunez was innocent of any wrongdoing, of revealing classified information. Okay. So the Ethics Committee came back. The Ethics Committee, by the way, who a couple of people stepped down because they're like, this isn't ethical. Oh. Uh, yeah, so so Nunez, remember when he ran to the White House and then came out and mm-hmm. gave the documents and then spilled some beans? Back and, and forth. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that's when he recused himself. Well, now he's been sh- proven innocent. He might try to get back in, and he, I think he already uh, is trying to get back is, in. Is Mueller brought him in? He hasn't been. To head that council. I don't know if Mueller's oh, yeah, talking to him. Oh, yeah, probably wouldn't even know. But back right. to $5 million, my wife is going to let me bang this chick, dude. <laughs> what does his wife have to say about this? Has she given a statement? That's a good question. Uh, she has not, that I know of. She's that would be the, that would sure. be the person I'd want to ask. I want to say, what do you think? Is that true? <laughs> yes, and you're in Did you say that he could I put his thing husband. thing in this yeah. girl? And, I support and, my husband. Because yeah. you know, sometimes, sweetie, they don't know. He might have to cream pie her four or five times for this baby to take. You know that, right? <laughs> we, a good thing we're explicit on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> this is interesting. The judge, the judge overseeing the Flynn case, recused himself. Oh. And we don't know why. And that just happened? That happened on Thursday. Oh. We don't know why. Uh, it could be something like a technicality, or it could be more, it could be less. We have no idea. Wow. Uh, on Friday, federal prosecutors released their discovery on Manafort and Gates. To, and this is where, basically, Mueller takes every, all the evidence they got on Manafort and Gates and hands it over to Manafort and Gates' lawyer. Oh. It's called Discovery. Yeah. And what he handed over was 400,000 emails and financial records and vendor records and copies of emails. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 15 search and seizure records, uh, 36 laptops, hard drives. <laughs> what? And... Uh, Flash drives. He's been a busy boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and 2,000 of those 400,000 documents are called hot documents, that they're very relevant. Oh, what? So this, to me, that's the fact. To me, the theory is that this was to tip a hat, tip, a, tip your hand to show Trump and anybody involved in Russian money laundering mm-hmm. how deep he's going. We've got the goods. How so. deep he's gotten. Yeah. He's you, don't, you don't you don't get like a short conversation out of two hundred thousand emails. No, you get you get you get novels. Oh yeah, 
I can't wait. Uh, there were reports that emails went to Trump, Donald Trump Jr. with a code to open the WikiLeaks dirt. Uh, but that came after the day the, the WikiLeaks documents were released. Yeah. And we don't know who they came from. They gave a guy's name, but nobody knows who he is. Right. So it could have just been a random dude saying, hey, fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a coincidence. So yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Dina Powell, De- Deputy National Security Advisor, uh, announced she's resigning. So that's okay. another one out. Yeah. Papadopoulos' fiance. Uh, did an interview on TV and said he acted under explicit orders from the campaign, but... Uh, Her word, yeah. I... Um, she hopes Trump pardons Flynn. <laughs> no. She said Flynn? Yeah, or uh, oh, Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. She doesn't even love her husband. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's been fucking Flynn. And wow, that's Save salacious. Yeah. Uh, New York Times reports Hope Hicks uh, testified with Mueller's team for two Finally. days. Yes. Two days. Waiting on that. They questioned her mostly about the drafting of the DT Jr. statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, you remember how Donald Trump Jr. was on Air Force One and he had to talk about what the June meeting was about yeah. and he ended up saying it was about adoptions? Mm-hmm. She was on the plane when that was drafted. Nice. So she's going to know whether Trump told Trump Jr. to say something or if Trump can implicate himself saying he knew that the meeting was about sanctions, but to say it was about adoptions, right. she's testified about that. And they didn't come out with anything saying she refused <clears throat> any questions. No, no. And, and Hope Hicks so far seems like an innocent person in all right. this. We also learned that she was warned twice by the FBI in the Situation Room in the White House in January before Trump took office in a defensive briefing, which is pretty rare, Mm -hmm. that emails she'd been receiving from Russians weren't who they say they were. So not only were they like, "Uh, we know you've been getting these emails because we watch your emails, and uh, they're not who they say they are, so be careful. That was before Trump took office. So, and again, that's not. She's not in. Tr- I don't think she's in trouble for anything like that. It's just it was more just, evidence to help. You know, point in the right direction. Yeah. And uh, Frank's Trent Frank's, like I said, he decided uh, to resign immediately because of the five million dollar surrogacy that happened Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he also said it was. This is fucked up. He said it was because his wife was sick. Oh, that he's that he's lady. resigning now instead of in January. <gasps> so he's using his wife. Is yeah. she sick? No. I don't know, maybe, but (laughs) probably not. I'm a dick. That's a theory. the kid, the the wife sick is a theory. I'm a dick is not a theory. That's real. Clarify, yeah. Um, Now, uh, I want to talk a little bit about some of the theories that I've been mulling over. Yeah, let's hear it. Muellering over. That's an interesting. But I wanted to, uh, Jaleesa, I wanted to give you a chance to tell us about who KT McFarlane is. Give us a little background on this lady. Yeah, so uh, KT McFarlane is the, what do you call it, mentee of, uh, oh, what's the guy's first name? Bud (laughs) Bud McFarlane. I, I get their last names confused, but Bud McFarlane is the guy who was at the uh, Mayflower meeting. I don't know if you remember that, but mm-hmm. uh, April this year or last year, there was a meeting where he was there, Kislyak was there, um, and there was this like VIP, I guess, event before the main event that a lot of people were at, like Sessions and, um, oh, I made a list, Sessions, Kushner, all of our usuals, Trump Jr., Manafort. So this event was a big deal, and the way that she got involved is because Bud McFarlane was her mentor, he was kind of orchestrating this meeting and what the intentions were, and then it seems like she was pulled in because they worked so closely. She ended up in the Trump administration kind of to help these plans all come through. So you can help me out with the details, but uh, this ties into the Saudi Arabia nuke deal plans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then also the Russian sanctions. Yeah, well, Bud McFarlane wanted needed somebody in the Trump White House right uh, because he's a Russian oil magnate 
Uh, and he has always been a proponent of the Marshall Plan, which is building nuclear reactors in Saudi Arabia, which yeah. you can't do without the help from the Russians, which you can't do mm-hmm. if there's sanctions on Russia. They're all in it together, yeah. So he, um, so basically you're right. They had a cocktail party. There was mm-hmm. 24 people there. Um, everybody who was at that party either, let me see if I can word this properly. One second. Everybody that was at that party either lied about contacts with Russia or helped fire Comey. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Well, um, yeah, exactly. It's a long list, too. So this cocktail party, 24 people, Sessions, McFarland, Kushner, Trump, Lewandowski, Donald Trump Jr., Manafort, mm-hmm. Kislyak, and three ambassadors from Singapore, Italy, and Yeah, you know, who Spain. are involved with that Russian oil deal, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the... the, the um, Rena, Rena, <clears throat> what's that called? The... Rosneft. Yeah, we're learning so many foreign words. (laughs) It was a huge, the biggest Russian oil deal in history, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in the history of of Russian oil. And it was closing, that deal was closing, I believe, um, the week that Trump had this speech, had this event where he was, it was his first foreign policy speech. Mm -hmm. So that same week, they were pretty much closing the oil deal. And so all these ambassadors, well, all four of them were invited, but no other ambassadors were invited. Mm -mm, You aren't actually supposed to have ambassadors at those events. Right, it's against like international protocol. But Trump's speech that night was about giving Russia a good deal. Uh, and it was actually co-written by a Russian pipeline advocate. Bert something. Interesting, yeah. right? So so McFarlane, who wants to get all this shit done over, over there, he, he with the help of this, the, these ambassadors, Russia mm-hmm. and Trump, um, he... He wanted he put Kate he helped KT McFarlane get the national depth sec exactly uh, yeah. position, so she now works she worked for Flynn. Mm-hmm. Um, after Flynn was fired, Trump nominated uh, KT McFarlane for the ambassador to Singapore. That was one of the ambassadors that was at the Singapore ambassador was at right. the Mayflower so meeting. You switched him out, yeah. Um, now the goal was to have Trump give Saudi Arabia nuclear reactor technology. technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the U.S. needs Russia to build, build them, the and we have to have sanctions lifted to do it. Oh, man. Um, a- McFarland did lobby Trump to drop sanctions um, to allow his nuclear plants to go forward. Mm-hmm. And Eric Prince is also an oil man yeah. and a pipeline advocate. And now we can see why the United Arab Emirates set up this meeting between him and the Kremlin and the Seychelles together, yeah. to talk about, I hope trade is easier in a normal mm-hmm. way, which is sanctions. Yep. Now, what's... I don't know, but Trump began working with Russia as early as the Mayflower meeting, exactly. basically, uh, to drop sanctions and to aid Russia with the new pipeline and nuclear deal. Um, and that was all right before Russia started hacking mm-hmm. the DNC. It's been a while, so yeah. There's no way... And, and, and I talked a little bit earlier about, about Flynn texting Copson, who's his business partner, from the dais while Trump is being inaugurated. He's on his phone. There's pictures of it. And he's texting him... This is it. We're going to get this done. Mm-hmm. We're going to rip. He's going to rip up sanctions. And he's talking about the, I think it's called the Marshall Plan. It's the nuclear yeah. plan. We're going to build nuclear reactors in the Middle East. Right. And what's fucking scary <clears throat> is that, uh, let me see if I can find it, because Copson had said something to the effect of, yeah, we want to build these reactors in, in the Middle East, and we're going to need bases and troops to support and protect these reactors, mm. which is a good pretext for our recolonization of the Middle East. Oh, this is so deep. And something else is they've been, they've been saying that this, this whole plan is, I guess the way they're trying to word it to the public or to make it seem, you know, lighter than it is, is 
to combat terrorism. So their whole idea. That's their cover up. Yeah, it's crazy though, because I think people might fall for that. The fear, everything comes together. Like all of this, you know, being afraid if of. If you think foreign... that Russia is going to help you combat terrorism, just ask him what he did with Assad in Syria. Right. Go fuck yourself. It's just so scary. Well, that answers though. a good question for me. <clears throat> the whole time you were doing that, I was thinking, like, okay, cool. You want to put new? Why would we not want nuclear power right. all over the Middle East? That. And the reason why is, in my opinion, probably it's pretty unstable. Exactly, uh, because you so can't you give probably... you can't give military nuclear reactors to them. You can mm-hmm. only give civilian nuclear. Yeah, but reactors. even exactly. civilian nuclear re- reactors can cause a lot of damage. Oh, yeah. Way I mean, more than, way more than been... what I'm saying is they're lot, a lot they're less safe than military nuclear. Reactors. Oh, okay, I didn't right, know that. Of yeah, course. so they're less. But safe. what I, what so they're more subject to terrorist attacks or whatever. Mm-hmm. That answers my question. Yeah. We're going to put a bunch of troops. We'll give you nuclear actors, and as an added benefit, <laughs> we'll give you troops to protect them. If you call now. <laughs> as long if you call now, you can not only get nuclear actors, but our troops to protect them. It's so scary. It's on the ground. Yeah, and now, you know what? Those you... troops will not stop coming whether you like it or not. If you just ended it there... I'd still be freaked out. If you right. just said we just this is just an excuse to build bases in the Middle East and 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 put troops in the Middle East, I'd be like that's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But to to go further and say a, that is a pretext to the recolonization of the Middle East, like what the fuck is yeah. their plan? It's intense. Well, that's my question though. At this point in the story, mm-hmm. this is my question as a this is this is important cuz I'm I struggle with this. Right. At this point in the story, are you are you more concerned for the people that will be hurt by this colonization, by what this colonization does to the empire itself, mm-hmm. formerly known as the beacon of democracy worldwide? Right. And what that means for the rest of everything afterwards? Um that's a good question. Yeah. So basically, you know what I'm saying? What's like, our biggest like concern with this whole plan? I can America can America survive without being imperialist? Well, there and here's the argument, and this is a good argument: is that you know when, like for example, when we install install the Shah uh, over there, or, or there's a lots of places where we've installed a government mm-hmm. so that we can either make oil deals with them or or keep them under control, keep that country under control or right. that region under control. Uh, when we installed those shahs it actually worked to stabilize the middle east but we did not expect or maybe we did that these dictators would kill and hurt their own people and be such humanitarian exactly monsters. yeah so that's Plus creating a, a, a bubbling rebellion mm-hmm. on against repeat. the united it's states just a, well it's just mm-hmm. a non-stop cycle yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, you douse it with power, <clears throat> that power creates resentment, that mm-hmm. resentment turns into an opposing they power. Well, so now, like and, check yeah. this conspiracy theory out, because we're in theories now. Right. And this is my own little, I cooked this little piece up oh. myself, and it terrifies me. <laughs> uh, Trump announces uh, he's moving the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. They've The, the Palestinians have, have called for three days of rage. There's uh, there's firebombing in the streets. There's absolutely, like, people are pissed. Right. Uh, particularly Palestinians, a lot of uh, Arabic countries mm-hmm. are fucking mad. Yeah, uh, at at the United States more than usual. Right, you know, um, burning flags of, of the United States and Israel. And could it be? And this is going to sound like I don't know, Just but could out. he be? Could Trump? Could this be part of the Marshall Plan, where he gets them so angry at the United States that we either get attacked or threatened? Mm-hmm. 
so that he has a reason oh, yeah. to go in there and uh, then, you know, the, the, it, it would be less opposed to put nuclear reactors with troops over mm-hmm. there by the rest of us. Either way, they get what they want if this works out. You know? I don't know if it's tied to it mm-hmm. or if he was just a stupid guy keeping a campaign promise right. that makes no sense. But the people that are smarter than him that are on his side, they got to see these yeah, three, but ten steps ahead. It's starting to seem like this is the whole thing, is this whole, this Marshall Plan. This 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 They want to cut a deal with mm-hmm. Russia to build reactors. That's why they want to get rid of sanctions, yeah. which is why they're trying to negotiate with the Russians. And it the all Russians want to put him yeah. in. We can't call it stupid Watergate, I think, without realizing that there are probably real plans in it. Trump is stupid. Trump do you is. guys want to make some money off this, or do you want to oh. keep crying about the fall of I would like some money. All right, here's my idea. <laughs> we make walls that are also nuclear reactors. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> nuclear it's reactor beautiful. walls. Yeah, and Mexico will pay for all of that. Yeah. <laughs> we take every country in the Middle East, and we surround it with nuclear reactor walls. <laughs> That way, they get nuclear power. Yes. Uh, Protection. And then when one of them tries to, like, bust through the wall, they not only kill themselves, but a bunch of their comrades. I love it. Investors welcome. Yes. Right? That sounds super Can we do, like, the end of the world hotline where we sell end of the world products and strategies? We can at least make the hotline, yes. (laughs) Call now! I would be surprised if that shit wasn't up for sale on Trump's site already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mar-a-Lago is just the tip of the iceberg with the blatant capitalism of the White House. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. His wealth. The the pictures, I told him the, the other day on White Twitter, House. and he was he read it. I said, I can't believe you're treating the presidential Twitter account like QVC. You're such a cheap Because <laughs> he was, like, pushing some Fox Anchors book. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like, is. come on, bro. Yeah. But he, his base in America, they love that. They, yeah. I mean, he's... No, like if they could afford steaks, they'd buy his steaks. Exactly. No, he's Hector Mountain Dew Alizondo mm-hmm. without the cool muscles and motorcycle right. and machine gun. Mountain Dew I, I know Hitler's always a stretch. I just plants like, crave it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is idiocracy. It really it's is. Fucking. Almost, except for the there fact were, that he's not nearly oh. as rad as Terry Crews. Right. There were probably more people, I'd imagine, against Hitler or his team. But I think, like you're saying, like if if the base is riled up. And enough people are just not reacting. I think, I think that's what. I think Hitler's approval rating was thirty-two percent, and his disapproval rating was sixty-three. No, I'm. I'm no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, you know, we all have our basket. They didn't have cable like, news. That's true. That's true. They didn't have cable news or the internet nope. in Germany. But, in- but they did like send guys out to give speeches in bars to the people and say, "Are you tired oh. of the banker Jews taking all your money and blah blah oh, blah?" So they they had their little. Little soapboxers. I don't know what kind of history nerd you'd have to be to accomplish this, but if you could um, have a Twitter account called Pre-Holocaust German Jew, where, like, you talk from the perspective of a denial pre-Holocaust German Jew. like That would be interesting to see how it all begins. Or I wanted pre, to pre, do... pre-Holocaust German. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you have quotes of people... What they were saying. Like it's all normal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Prior, like, and because I was serious yeah, about this. It's called the, the Trump Twitter feed. <laughs> right. From, from like, whatever. It took like eight years for it really to, to take up. effect. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like overnight. Everyone was like, all right, I'm a Nazi. Let's do it. Right. You know what I mean? And people these days, they think that. They think it's just like, oh, well, we're not Nazis or it's not like this, you know, Hitler state because we're not there yeah, yet. But we'll, yeah, we'll, but you put in the tax bill that you can now write off your unborn child as a dependent, and that's a tiny little step towards 
The Handmaid's Tale. Let's write just, off let's your end. unborn child as a dependent. What yeah, does that mean? That's in the tax bill. They're trying to. They're trying to basically establish that con- that conception begin. Life begins at conception. Oh. So, so if you're pregnant, well, who? What the hell does that have to do with taxes? Because once you do it, well, it's a dependent. It's a so if I was, if I got pregnant in May, and my baby wasn't born till February, mm-hmm. I can write off my. My baby as a dependent from May to December. Can yep. now. That's in the tax bill. And once what, you to do encourage that, encourage people. And once you do that, you are acknowledging that life begins at conception. Oh, Via it's like tax the terms and agreement. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a dirty trick, man. Uh, but what's cool is like since what's funny about now is it's it's all getting made so fast. It pretty much can be torn down just as fast. That's what we're hoping. But the problem is, can we get a post? Post purge consensus. Yeah, it like is. who's gonna pick up the who's gonna lead the cleanup, and are we gonna agree on how to do it? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. Obama's tapped out. He's done two mm-hmm. two terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So here is a theory I want to talk about, and I, this is it's not really a theory, but it's something that's going on. There's a there's a the Republicans have started their assault on Mueller's credibility. Okay, the, the cacophony yeah. is starting to rise. Right. They're starting to get really into this. It's on Fox News pretty much all the time now. They're trying to discredit Mueller. They're trying to say it's politically motivated. Mm-hmm. They're talking about um, that well, for example, um, oddly they haven't talked about how much the Mueller investigation has cost, but they, they are talking about this guy named Strzok yeah. who worked under the Mueller campaign, who texted anti-Trump sentiments to another lady who worked, was... not the Mueller campaign, the Mueller mm-hmm. group. Yeah. And uh, she no longer worked for Mueller, and once Mueller found out about it, he fired him. Right, right. Uh, well, he sent him to HR. But they're harping on this, right? Right, saying, yeah. oh, it's this, and what did he do about it? And I'm sitting there like, well, he got rid of him immediately. Yeah. Um, they're talking about, they're, I'm sure they're going to glom onto the fact that this judge recused himself. Mm. That could... That could eat away at the credibility of the of the yeah, investigation geez, yeah. the uranium one deal mm-hmm. uh the clinton emails um that 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 he he was over the fbi Mueller was over the fbi when the uranium one deal went down right. and didn't do anything even though it's not the fbi's job yeah to investigate those things he didn't it's, speak up <laughs> it belongs to five other departments to yeah, let those he didn't resign it pisses them off <laughs> yeah like what, what did you want him to do but uh they're also and i mean honestly when you think about it, first of all, Comey and Mueller are both Republicans, lifelong Republicans. Yeah. They're appointed by Republicans, mm-hmm. and they work for Republicans. So it's really interesting to see these guys flip. And I, I, I just have to say, Mueller's getting close to Trump if he's not already got the goods. Right. And, of course, the Republicans are going to try to discredit the investigation. Oh, yeah. That's how That's how. They got to try. That's yeah. how shit works. Yeah, we do the same well, thing. Well, the fake news it. narrative as, as it's, it's, all, it's going all the way to the end, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to stick with stick with the F-U. Mm-hmm. I don't, at the end of the day, deny, deny, deny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dig in the hole because, like, he doesn't know how to tell the truth. He's too deep in, you know? And another point is that well, during the so campaign... he's so sloppy with the way he's operated that you must... He, you must assume at least he thinks he has the trump card at the end of all this, which is I'll pardon myself or mm-hmm. it'll go away when I, when I resign, which it will. Nobody has yeah. the will to continue to prosecute him if he resigns. Well, they then just he might want be pardoned as well. He yeah, could be pardoned yeah. or get pardoned. But I'm saying like he always knows he can do that. 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. he'll push it as far as he needs to go. It's so sad. As long as he leaves a martyr and gets to keep all the bounty he scored while mm-hmm. he was in office. It's like a... Ugh. It's a terrible system there. <laughs> I wanted to bring this up because you brought this up. And, this, and what you were saying kind of leads into this. There's three paths Mueller can take on this. Um, and the first path is he can indict Trump. Right. It's never been done. Uh, a sitting president's never been indicted. We do not know, as far as I understand it, the law is out there on this. And, and next week we actually have a lawyer coming in to help explain it Very to Very nice, us. yeah. Uh, that you can indict a sitting president. It's just never been done. Right. And so we don't know how that would politically play out. Ugh. It would reach the Supreme Court and, and the decision would be made yeah. as to whether or not that could happen. So that's one Uncharted thing. He waters. could yeah. charge... Trump. Mm-hmm. Or he could write up a whole report about Trump breaking the law, mm-hmm. um, committing felonies or whatever. Right. Put it all together about all, all Trump and all of his people mm-hmm. and all the campaign, put it into a report and send it to Congress. And just leave it at that. Now, yeah. here's the problem with that. Uh, Nixon's Congress was Democratic. Clinton's Congress was Republican. The two guys who've been impeached in, our li- in, in the history of, of presidents mm-hmm. have had opposing party Congress. Congress. Right. And we're not there right now. (laughs) We have a Republican Congress Mm -hmm. with a Republican president. Who will clearly pinch their nose for any indecency in order to push the agenda forward. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. What other agenda do they have if they get the They don't care about Trump. He's just an easy rubber stamp. Exactly. And his his idiocracy is a distraction to the rest of the things they're getting done that he doesn't need to well, do. Well, they can they can pickpocket us while yeah, Trump yeah. Trump's the front man. Mm-hmm. He's the bumper. They're, the Congress is pickpocketing ah, us. So crazy. So the third thing he can do is he can hold the indictment until Trump is out of office. Right. If he gets voted out in 2020, mm-hmm. uh, he can hold that indictment and then charge him as a citizen. Yeah. Uh, so those are the three paths Mueller can take, and and frankly, because he's got a Republican Congress and dudes who are willing to let people fuck fourteen year olds. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and what about New York State charges? Well, like I, we uh, talked about earlier. Right. Yeah, but that's just not pardonable. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Right, but he. It'd be Wouldn't one he have way to, to technically up, right? show up for court if the state of New York indicted him on tax evasion? That would be amazing. That could happen. Uh, Mueller could share that information with the with the U.S. attorney in Virginia or New York. Or it might be a last resort for He's them. He's been there. Yeah. So that that could happen too. Uh, but I think that's still bringing charges on the president. I think that's still indicting a sitting president. Oh, okay, it falls into category one or uh, yeah, yeah, plain one. Um, but that would be great. <laughs> it, it would prevent. <laughs> Him from being able to pardon himself, I suppose. Yeah, I'm so hopeful. So, yeah, those are the those are or three Or Trump throws like a bitch and yacht party with Kim Jong Il. <laughs> they turn into homies. And Rodman and oh Gagnon style becomes the new national anthem. I'm down for that Dude, shit. Let's get That's number four. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play a game. We're gonna play a game. This is called Who Said This. Okay. Yeah. It's a new game that I just invented. I like mostly it. because I want to see if you know who said this. Yeah. All right. Quote: I hope he can show he did not commit obstruction of justice and complete his term. But there are serious allegations that obstruction occurred. And in America, the Supreme Court of the United States and the American people believe that no one is above the law. Ooh. Um, Senator Flake. <laughs> uh, you, said, you said the word Supreme Court in that statement, correct? Yeah. I would say it is not Gorsuch, but another conservative Supreme Court justice. 
That's a good guess that you would th- that you would think it was a conservative person, because it is. It's Jeff Sessions, oh. and he said it in 1999 about Clinton. Oh, right, right. I heard this. I heard this. Oh, yeah. Really? So that's like the sabotage sexiest America. quote. That's the like sexiest that. quote. Yeah. It's like. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. So, no president above law, right? Yep. Because you were right. pretty clear about that. I couldn't that. imagine that with the Republican The, the right Supreme now. Court of the United States wow. and the American people. That's beautiful. Believe that no one is above the law. I want to put that in, like, the, above my bed. Who has the at SCOTUS Twitter? Mm, good question. I don't know that they have their, Hope I don't picks. think they have one. It might, they, I know they have a, a blog. Uh, I don't know that there's an at SCOTUS Twitter. Right. I, or if I there is, two, I don't yeah, know if there's, it's there's two presidential Twitters, but only he. No, not POTUS, SCOTUS. SCOTUS, oh, Supreme okay, okay, Court yeah. of the United not States. Not FLOTUS, <laughs> not POTUS. <laughs> there's yeah. so many. SCOTUS. Um, yeah, good question. But it'd be dope if you just had it. That'd be a cool rap name. Like Scotus, Scotus the Supreme Court. So you know close to I mean? Scrotum, I've always thought. It's just such a weird... Scrotus? Yeah. <laughs> Scrotus. <laughs> Can't get out of my head. Yeah, Scrotus. One more Trump pick and it becomes Scrotus. Yeah. Well, Scrotus is my balls Twitter. <laughs> the Supreme Court of my dong. I love it. <laughs> Supreme Court of my dong. The gray pubes make it distinguished. Yeah, 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 for shizzle. Um, evidence, let's see, evidence that Trump knew Flynn was a, was a criminal before he fired Comey. There's a lot of evidence coming out now, and even Trump's White House lawyers yeah. are saying that. Uh, it and, was, and Obama warned him in that meeting, don't Ye- mess with Flynn because I had to can him for being janky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and Yates warned him. Yates actually may have may or may not have said that she lied, that he lied to the FBI. Uh, uh, Don... McGahn, uh, who's a Trump lawyer, has said to everyone now, yeah, no, I told him. What if Obama knew that Trump would do the opposite and said, hey, don't hire Flynn again? <laughs> That'd be a really bad decision. Uh, that, <laughs> yeah, reverses, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Obama's that kind of dude. No, not in his way. Um, he, he's that kind of dude that like, kind of actually cares about the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just, just the whole pivot. Um, this is, I think, pretty significant that his legal team this whole time, uh, Mueller's been investigating, and the whole time the FBI's been investigating the Russia uh, Trump probe, the Russia Trump collusion right. issue. They have said, no, Trump has nothing to do with Russia. Mm-hmm. Trump says, I have nothing to do with Russia. Sessions says, I have nothing to do with Russia. Russia not in cahoots. <laughs> Fucking douchebag Donald Trump Jr. came on and said, you're an stupid liberal asshole if you think this is re- I, I can't remember what he said but he was like stomping his foot saying you it's ridiculous that yeah, you think we would do that in Russia when he said that like Trump has to not watch the news because that's the only way to not kill himself I don't Donald know Donald Trump Jr. said that on the news was like Great. feel bad for my please daddy. watch Suicide. the news <laughs> um, <laughs> but, th- but that's been their stance no we didn't have anything to do with Russia no no Russia no Russia mm-hmm. they covered it up for a year now Russia everywhere. They're saying, well, no. Now the Trump legal team is saying, um, collusion's not against the law, and the president can't obstruct justice. Mm-hmm. So they are now laying the groundwork for defense. Because they can't possibly argue the facts, Mm-mm. so they have to argue the guilt. Exactly, yeah. and technicality. It's like really pleading. It's like pleading insanity to murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't possibly argue. The merits of the case, so I'll just say I was insane and try right. to play that. Like you were saying with like an Alzheimer's situation or no, something. Just, yeah, just I mean, I don't think out of got, the White House. He doesn't got the nuts for a trial, dude. <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah, well, he no. won't. He won't do that to himself. All right, I'll find so. a more entertaining and valuable mm-hmm. dismount. So we're going to go on to um, some questions because I don't think anybody's indictment picks have changed, other than actually, I mean. 
Man, you know, Gates's lawyer said there'll be more charges in the Manafort case, but I don't. He, they've already been arrested. They've already right. been indicted. So I don't think our indictment picks are going to change very much for the indictment fantasy league. But I did want to get to some <laughs> questions. It's pretty dope. <laughs> so great. You I got do. I have any picks? I need to think about that. <laughs> All right. We'll, get to well let me go to questions involved? while you think. No. No. There's no money involved. There's no money involved. But I wanted to get to these questions really quick. Uh, in fact, I have to tell you guys, there weren't a, a lot of questions, but there was a lot of traffic on the on the Mueller She Wrote page on, on Facebook. And I just wanted to read a comment that I got from a loving fan. Okay. Uh, John Spurlock says, <clears throat> Oh, I see. You think you're an entertainer. Couldn't find anything useful to do with your life? <laughs> By the way, I travel a lot and sit in airports when your shit comes up on my page. I feel you should consider my opinion. If you didn't put your crap up... People with real jobs wouldn't be commenting. Oh, and yeah, fuck you in the heart, bitch. Wow, big closer. I love that closing line. <laughs> fuck you in the heart, bitch. I think someone might have broken. Do you know how his heart. do you know how tiny your dick has to be to fuck my ventricles? Like, like, that's point. Or how like massively destructive it is to just, like, blow a hole. That's in your chest. Marquis de Sade shit. Right he there. was picturing some type of real massive yeah, yeah. like chest cavity. Like chin. your titty fuck, and then yeah, you just like, go through. Like, that's intense. No, but not like this way, like straight in. Yeah. It's oh. like killing a vampire with your dick. <laughs> like a stake through the heart. He's got my wooden stake and put it through your heart. <laughs> Here's what's great, and here's what I, here's what I frankly I I have to pat myself on the back for this. I actually, when I boost our posts and do marketing, I target Trump supporters in flyover states. Oh, I mean, <laughs> so, good job! No, that's why we've been getting a lot of it. Yeah, we, yeah. we get a lot of we get a lot of spins from the flyover states. So shout out to John. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, Mister Spurlock. You, you enjoy your weird life. You're probably our big biggest listeners, like our biggest group of listeners. <sighs> I know it's kind of it's strange to me. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, do you have any picks for the indictments? Um, let's see. Who's on deck? I think... You, you said Kushner was your pick for this week and it didn't happen? Yeah, Kushner's right. coming soon, I think. We're thinking anyone in the future, who would I'm you I'm going pick? with Kushner. Like, next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kushner, um... I'd really... like to see... Something happened with Melania. Oh. I need her brought into the story somehow. You just want to hear her testimony? No, I want to watch her give it, because I think she's actually pretty hot. Oh. For Crazy D. I can't believe he pulled such a decent woman. Uh, not might... that she's a good woman. She's I don't know anything about we really, her. Yeah, I, we don't know a lot about I, her. She, I call her hot slave Melania. Oh, God. Um, she probably feels that I way I feel bad for her because of that speech. Because I truly believe she did not know it was, she that was Michelle Obama's speech. Michelle's speech. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be embarrassing. And I feel really bad for her because I know it's a hundred percent attributable to how like cheap and janky that dude is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he probably didn't pay for a good speechwriter for exactly, his wife. Exactly. Yeah, a no. good speechwriter would not have given the. The first lady of America plagiarized speech because that's just so. It's it, just it's it's rookie. Yeah, that's less than rookie. We didn't. Yeah, it's we, like we can't even do that. He hired his wife's speechwriter <laughs> off Craigslist. It's like but ever since them. that happened, I'm kind of on Team Melania. Okay, because I like, I I like Melania. Like, I feel like she's a captive. See, you. Well, I don't see, think she's going to be indicted. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see her help someone get indicted? Is that what you're thinking? I just want to see her on Team Rollover, Team Snit. <laughs> oh, okay. Flip. You're going to flip Melania. Okay, yeah. Her testimony yeah. could be revealed. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she has anything to plead guilty to. Um, 
But yeah, <laughs> Kushner, and then Trump. I think Kushner, and I think he's gonna when the day I think Kushner is indicted, which I th- I'm hoping is before Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. It could be Jared January. We don't know. Right. Um, as long as I get a catchy hashtag, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, so, but I think a couple other people will go down with them. Smaller fish mm-hmm. uh, will go down with them as a as a message. Uh, but I think in the next round, it's only going to be one big name, and I think that's Kushner. So. We'll see, yeah. What do you know about the uh, homie's uh, bodyguard that got brought in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he went in and testified, and nothing's really come out about him. Early. He yeah. Was like, out of here. He probably just yeah. gave him information, and then they were done. Like, or, yeah. you know, we don't know. Maybe he's rolling on him, too. He could be one of the ones that's announced alongside yeah. uh, Kushner. There's been a, so many people that have been interviewed, Or though. just confirming someone else's story, anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see if Nunez takes over uh, the committee and... If the Republicans keep trying to obstruct this thing, mm-hmm. um, we'll see how it goes. But I think Mueller is working in fast fashion to, to prevent those things from happening. So Definitely. Next week, you guys, we have a special guest, Jordan Parker. He's an attorney. Um, oh, with, I like Jordan. Yeah, with, and uh, our Jordan will be back. And Yep, and the other Jordan will be here. <laughs> uh, so he's an attorney with litigation experience. He went to UCLA and Tulane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a community organizer in the 2008 campaign. Uh, we're going to go over the process of impeachment. Uh, we're going to go over what Mueller can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have some questions for him about the parallels to the Nixon and Clinton impeachment. Nice. So that's going to happen next week. Again, we didn't get to a, a Making American Nazi. <laughs> if we um, Maybe we'll just create a whole podcast around that one article at some other point. Yeah. But <laughs> we will get to it at some point. I implore you to read it. It's in The Guardian. It's a really good article. Um, it, it, we might get to it uh, at some point. Just We're just so jam-packed with news every week. So I just want to say uh, thank you very much. I'm Jaleesa Johnson. Hey, guys, I do want to thank you, and it really was uh, fun playing this fantasy game with you. Uh, but I do want to be very clear uh, that this was all fake news, and long live Lord Trump. Uh, you can catch me at Sex, Drugs, Jokes. Heck yeah. I'm AG. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Mueller, She Wrote. This podcast is executively produced and hosted by AG. Your co-hosts are Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Jordan will be back next week. Our guest this week was Zach Miller, a very funny comedian and show producer. As always, please like, share, and subscribe on iTunes. And let us know if you have any questions on Facebook or Twitter at Mueller, She Wrote. Hi, I'm Harry Littman, host of Talking Feds a roundtable that brings together prominent figures from government law and journalism for a dynamic discussion of the most important topics of the day. Each Monday, I'm joined by a slate of Fed's favorites and new voices to break down the headlines and give the insider's view of what's going on in Washington and beyond. Plus sidebars explaining important legal concepts read by your favorite celebrities. Find Talking Feds wherever you get your podcasts. M-S-W Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. 
Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing on the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.